Rádio Kids, Rádio Wife. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Celebrity Book Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Hide, by Jeff Foxworthy, illustrated by Steve Bjorkman, published by Beaufort Books. For those who don't know Jeff Foxworthy, he's an American comedian, actor, and producer. He's best known for his You Might Be a Redneck one-liners. He has released six comedy albums, with the first two going triple platinum. He's a member of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour, and he's also starred on the Jeff Foxworthy TV show. He's hosted the quiz show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And, lastly, he's hosted a radio show called The Foxworthy Countdown. For a guy who I thought had a couple of good one-liners, he's sure done a lot. Hide! That's with three exclamation points. Is more of an I-spy book than a legitimate story. It follows kids in a neighborhood as they play hide-and-seek, and we the readers are not only supposed to find the kids, but we're also supposed to find random household objects. Will these kids have some good hiding spots, or will they be found as easily as Molly at an EDM concert? Well, I hope you didn't want to play tag, because I don't think we have much of a say. Our hunt begins on a Saturday. All the children of the neighborhood are bored sitting around the TV. Then somebody comes up with the idea to play hide-and-seek. And that's when a girl named Rachel Green gets the shaft and has to be the seeker. Well, now we know who the kids don't like. I have to point out that at the bottom of each page, it tells you how many random items to look for. On this page, we need to find one raccoon and two spoons. At this moment, I'm a little confused. What does a raccoon and some spoons have to do with anything? I don't know. I'm not a redneck. I'll save us some time and skip the search for objects, or we'll be here all day. So the kids start to scatter, and, quote, There are choices to make when you are trying to hide. Should you get behind it? Should you climb inside? End quote. I ask those very same questions when I'm about to tap that ass. Do I get behind it, or do I climb inside? As you can guess, the whole book is rhymes with clues, and we watch as Rachel Green tries to find each kid in the neighborhood. It's at this point, though, it becomes apparent to us that there is clearly no HOA in this neighborhood. Some of these homeowners have left their lots to go to shit. One lady has so many flowers and weeds in her yard, you can't even see her house. Another hasn't raked the leaves in years. And another guy has the whole marching band's old equipment and monkeys in his yard. What the hell did he do? Rob Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey? You might be a redneck if your neighbor has enough musical instruments in his front yard to open a guitar center. But you know he's too stupid to even play the spoons. Jeff then describes how being different sizes, like short or skinny, can help you hide. That could not be more true. I would throw in there flexibility. In my old age, no way am I able to contort myself into some of these hiding spots. Sorry, I'm not Tom Brady. I'm not doing Pilates for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with the ladies' coffee meetup. Well, anyway, 
When I went to do my research on this book, I saw people saying that if you reference how people's shapes and sizes help them to hide, it's offensive and body shaming. And to those people, I would like to say, get a life. This book is nothing of the sort. It's not like Jeff said, the fat kid was easy to spot. Many hiding spaces, a fit he was not. If anything, Jeff was celebrating the differences. To give everyone one last idea of how off the rails this neighborhood is, I present you with this. Quote, The Mulligans moved nearly two months ago. With no one mowing the lawn, it was starting to show. There were weeds everywhere, and the grass was quite high. To find Mikey Moore, you will need a sharp eye. End quote. That doesn't do it justice. There is even used tires and broken down lawn equipment in this yard. But it tells you something about the neighborhood. That these people moved out of there with no buyer and just abandoned the home. You might be a redneck if your neighbor's yard looks like Mogadishu. Yeah, that's it for that one. Also, since we're close to the end, we're supposed to find all these things in the picture. Quote, Mikey Moore, one raccoon, two spoons, three mops, four flip-flops, five monkey eyes, six butterflies, seven trucks, eight bucks, nine colored mugs, ten goofy bugs, eleven hooks, twelve books, thirteen snakes. End quote. Did I count that correctly? Is that 91 things to find on one page, not including Mikey Moore? We would be here till next week trying to find all that. Well, our game of hide-and-seek ends when a massive rainstorm causes everyone to scatter. They all get the memo that the game was over, except for Tommy Smith, who was still hiding in the doghouse. I think the kids just found their new least favorite in the group. Just leave him there. Then he won't bother us. There's a few goals it seems Jeff had when writing this book. One, to create a nice spy that everyone can enjoy, from the beginner to the expert who can find all 91 things on the page. He also wanted to give everyone the excuse to waste as much time as they wanted. You could just read the book, or you could spend all day looking for some of the most random items. But I also believe Jeff wanted the moral to be that even if you live in a truly redneck neighborhood like this one, and don't have much at your disposal, you can find fun with the world around you. Another minor moral to go along with that was, Jeff pointing out how our shapes and sizes are unique to us, and allow us to do things others can't. So appreciate who you are. And quit your complaining. On to Jeff's writing, he had a plethora of rhymes. Some of the rhymes didn't work, but many did. There wasn't much of a story to this book, it was just a game of hide-and-seek and some clues, but I guess this was really meant to be an I spy, so it gets a pass. As for Steve's pictures, they were all his own drawings with his own flair, which was nice to see in a celebrity book. But I will say, he made spotting some of the objects a little more geared towards the expert. You might be a redneck if you're on a long flight from Japan to your hometown in Georgia and you reach for this book to burn the time. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.5. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for another bite. This goose 
is cooked. Celebrity Book Edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.